Hey everybody, welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. Today, we have our first player on the Adventist Hoops podcast, and that is Keandre Gaddy. He plays for Tarleton State University in Texas, Division One NCAA. Keandre, welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. I'm glad to be here. All right. Well, Keandre, thanks so much for taking some time. You just finished finals, uh, you told me, and so congratulations on being free for the next few weeks here from your studies. Um, I want to take this opportunity just to have people get to know you a little bit. You know, I've said it multiple times on Instagram and other people have said it and no one's really, no one's really said anything otherwise to me, but it seems like you're the best Seventh-day Adventist uh, basketball player in the country right now. Uh, So uh, really thankful that you're joining us here and tell us just a little bit about who you are. Where are you from? Um, What was like for, like for you growing up? You grew up in Dallas. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, I moved to Dallas like my sophomore year of high school and before oh. I was in New Jersey. Oh, okay. What uh, part of Jersey from, were you in? Uh, Irvington, New Jersey. Irvington, okay. Yeah. Is it true that you didn't play basketball until 10th grade? Yeah, I didn't play basketball until my sophomore year. I was, was a that... football player before. Oh, what position? Uh, middle, middle, middle linebacker. Middle linebacker, wow. Middle linebacker. Wow. So, I bet you, you covered a lot of ground. Yeah, pretty much. I was, I was pretty big. <laughs> uh, did uh, did you consider playing? I mean, what what prompted you to switch to basketball? Um, it was really my mom. She really didn't like the you know helmet to helmet contact and like you know how physical it was. So yeah, it transitioned me over to basketball. Okay. And uh, when you say you hadn't played before, does that just mean like had you been you'd mess around with friends or whatever, but yeah. never like organized? Like, or- yeah, organized team. So, so looking back, if you, if you were to watch some of the video from your sophomore year, I mean, what, what is, what is the sophomore high school Keandre Gaddy player like? Oh, he was so bad. Like I started on J, <laughs> I started on JV. Like my first game was on JV because uh, I didn't think I was ready for varsity and I was like a little swing. And then, you know, my junior year, I started to develop, but my sophomore year, I was so bad. Like you can ask anybody I played with, I was so bad. Uh, what uh, position were you playing at that point? Um, the four and fives. Is okay, still what I'm doing today. How tall were you? If I don't know if you remember, how tall were you as a sophomore? Uh, I think it was like six two, six three. Six two. Maybe. Okay. And now you're six six. Yeah, six six. six, six. Okay. So you grew you grew a few inches since then. Uh, yeah. By the way, when you moved to uh, Dallas, I mean, what was that transition like coming from the East Coast to uh, Texas? What was that like for a kid? I was a big tradition, especially like, you know, without my dad, it was just, you know, my mom putting in all the work and, you know, doing what she can to provide for me and my little brother. But it was a big transition. And then uh, I got into the church and I was, I was a, a big part of my life ever since. So did you didn't grow up Seventh-day Adventist? Uh, no. Okay. And how did you guys get connected to the Adventist church? So like my, my grandma and, you know, my, my family down here, are really connected in the church. So it was just like, a, uh, you know, I'm in the household and, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I learned more about the Seventh-day Adventist church and, you know, we, we went to church every week and, and I got involved in choir and stuff like that. So. Oh, and I, oh, you can sing too. All right. Nah, nah. No, no. <laughs> I wish. Did your mom uh, grow up Seventh-day Adventist? Yes, she did. She, she did. Okay. 
and then she had you guys start going to church uh, in in Dallas. There, what, yes. what church did you go to? Uh, Dallas Fellowship. Dallas Fellowship. Okay. What what role did faith have in your life as a as a teenager? I mean, there's lots of changes happening as a teen, and especially in your situation, you've moved across the country. Uh, what did also having this new uh, faith mean to you in your life at that point? I just showed me like a different outlook of like of my life, you know, understanding like, you know, if I if I walk with God, you know, it can take me really far in what I'm doing. And I think just staying in faith uh, made me stronger as a man. Mm. And uh, who who was your coach at, at North Dallas on the varsity level? Talk about your coach. Uh, so first we had uh, Josh Jetter. That was our first coach. And then it transferred to uh, Daniel Perez. And uh, they're both amazing coaches. Daniel Perez uh, really uh, made my uh, my basketball career take off. You know, he helped me a lot in the couple of years he was there. So I, I thank him a lot. What, what kind? You know, if there's some high school kids that are listening to this right now, and maybe they haven't been playing very long either. I mean, what kinds of things did you do to, uh, you know? At this point, if you're starting to play basketball your sophomore year, there's all these kids that have been playing AAU, you know, since they were four or five years old or whatever. Like, how did you overcome kind of that um, that backlog of, uh, you know, work that you had to do? Uh, my coach always told me that, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. Mm. So, you know, just putting in work and keep, like, understanding what you have to do to get better. And, you know, I, obviously I was at a disadvantage, so I kept working and kept working. Did you did you do a lot of individual training, or did you uh, really improve just from working with your team in practices? Uh, it was mostly from a team, and then I started understanding the uh, value of individual workouts and like you know just being in the gym, understanding what you have to do to be a better player. Absolutely. Uh, so junior year, senior year, two thousand is that two thousand nineteen when you graduated. Yeah, 2019. And you guys win the Texas State Championship. Uh, North Dallas is Division One. Is that right? Uh, yeah, TCAF Division One. Small. Explain what that means for people that are uh, outside of Texas. What's TCAF? Uh, just the uh, athletic. The that's just the athletic yeah. federation or whatever. Yeah, it was like okay. the, uh, the private Christian uh, league that we were in. Got it. Was it. Like two divisions Division okay. One and Division Two. Okay. What was that 2019 team like? Oh, it was we were stacked. We had um Abraham, Trent, Ethan, uh Zayas, Brandon, Julian, I believe. Uh and you know, some more guys, but we were we were pretty stacked like every position. It was pretty good. I feel like I feel like most of those guys could have, you know, play at my level, so. Yeah, and some of them are playing collegiate basketball still. Yeah. That's awesome. What uh what was it like for you to go? <laughs> it must have been a little surreal if you were to step back away from it, from not playing at all, and then just a couple years later, you're playing in a state championship game. What was it like to play in that game? Oh, it was crazy. I, I mean, I love the environment. You know, with a, with a with a crowd, I think I play a lot better. But it was it was it was amazing. I loved it. They say that you know the things that you're really good at when there's a large number of people watching, you get even better. Um, yeah. If it's something you're not good at, then it makes you worse. You can't yeah. play as well. So that's crazy how that works. That year, you guys played 40 games 
uh, I saw your your record was thirty nine and one. That is yeah. a lot of games for a high school team to play. I mean, even in college right now, I mean, that's that's getting up there, right? I mean, how many games are yeah. you playing right now? Um, I think about like thirty. Yeah. So so why was there so many games? It was there just a lot of like you guys went to Southwestern and Union and maybe some of those tournaments added more games yeah, or yeah, we went to a lot of tournaments and I like like our coach like like I said our coach was amazing so he wanted to play us in as many games as he, he could possibly. So and like I think we played a public school that year and we beat them. Nice. So. That's the thing is, you know, you don't get better unless you play, right? And yeah. a lot of a lot of kids they have a lot of experience just playing on the playground at the park, but playing games uh with officials you know pressure that's the only way you're going to get better and that's uh that that's a great thing for a coach to have an emphasis on and getting you guys how did you guys perform in those tournaments that year oh we did pretty good i think we fell short in southwestern but other than that we won literally everything yeah so you won the union tournament yeah 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 and was there any other Adventist tournaments you guys went to that year or was it just those two i think it was just those two yeah so you win the state championship. Um, did you have any D1 aspirations as a, as a high school senior? Was there any interest uh, either from you or from other schools? 100%. I mean, I wanted to go a lot of places. I had interest from a couple schools, but they never reached out. And then obviously there was Walla Walla. And then I had a, a, a JUCO reach out, but I didn't really – I wasn't educated on JUCO at the time. So. Mm-hmm. Would you have – looked at uh, junior college in a little more uh, detail if you would have known different things? Mm, uh, maybe, but I, I think I made the right choice for Walla Walla. And I mean, I love the environment of Walla Walla. It was amazing. So. Why, did you, why did you not pursue one of the D1 schools that, or did you say they, they didn't make an offer? Yeah, they didn't make an offer. So okay, okay. Um, why did you decide to go with Walla Walla? Um, it was really, I, I believe it was the best spot for me, you know, just being around, you know, that type of environment, you know, being, yeah, being in the Adventist system. Can you still hear me? I got you. Yep. Okay. Sorry. You're good. Not uh, being in the Adventist system, it just made sense. And then, you know, I had, uh, some of my classmates went up there. So it was just like a perfect place to me, you know, you know, people coming to college. So what what was the basketball environment like there for you? Oh, it was good. Uh, there, I mean, when I first started, uh, we had a good head coach and um, he was there for a little bit and then he ended up leaving and then uh, Broom stepped up. So it was, it was a great environment though. Uh, I love the people there and, uh, you know, everyone was kind of bought in, especially my first year. Everyone was kind of bought into like working hard and trying to win something. For you, what was the jump from high school to college basketball like? Oh, my! I feel like, like personally, or just like the like. Yeah, personally. Uh, I say like my work ethic, like it had to change. It was so much like, I just knew I had to get better, and like the competition level was better. Like everyone was so much better, and it was. Just at a college level. So what specifically did you have to change? I, uh, you know, the pace and like understanding that you have to like, you know, it's like you can't have days off. You have to go hard every day. So. You can't even have possessions off, right? I mean, sometimes in high school you're like, hey, I'm, this team's not going to 
beat me down the floor. I'm just going to jog back or, you know, just small things like that. Like you, you can't mess around with at any moment when you're on the floor, you, you got to be tuned in hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and you went on to win, uh, all conference awards. Your, your first couple of years there at Walla Walla, you were, let's see, uh, you were first in scoring for the cascade collegiate conference, uh, second in rebounding, um, 10th and field goal percentage block shots. You were first offensive rebounding first defensive rebounding fifth. So you had some fun. You had some fun there. What, what kind of offense were you running and where were you getting the ball? Uh, I was getting the ball in the high post and uh, the low post and the offense he had was just built for like, you know, uh, uh, inside presence and it just worked fine. It was perfect. And you know, if you haven't seen Keandre play, definitely you can watch some of his games. Uh, I believe you could watch him uh, streamed online at Tarleton state. You guys are on national TV a little bit. Were you on, on like actual broadcast television or is it all like ESPN plus streaming? I think a couple times we're on uh, actual television, probably like yeah. the tournament and stuff like that. But yeah, we're yeah. ESPN plus. Yeah. So you can always stream at ESPN. I was going to say, though, if you haven't seen him play, you should go back on uh, Avenus Hoops to some of our initial posts that we made, and you can see some highlights of Keandre at Walla Walla. You uh, had that quick first step uh, that I noticed you would catch the ball, one dribble, you're at the rim. Um, what? How did your offensive game develop f- during those two years uh, to be j- more than just, uh, hey, I'm going to pound here, I'm going to you know, just attack the rim? Because I noticed that you you had range as well uh, that developed over that time. Uh, just working with Coach Broom, I felt like he under, made me understand that there's more than just like bullying people or trying to you know go through people. Have yeah. a little finesse to your game. So just working on like uh, better moves to you know get to the rim and. There's a lot of subtleties too. When you're playing against better defenders, the stuff that worked in high school is just not going to work, right? You might have to set someone up with one uh, move here that's going to set them up for the next fake, that's going to set them up for the eventual uh, attack, right? It's it's a lot more yeah. detailed uh, in in your preparation and how you set up defenders. Um, what was the, you know, you talked about your faith earlier. What was the spiritual environment like at? at Walla Walla for you? Uh, it was amazing, like, you know, just being around people who, you know, embrace God and uh, really just, you know, have them in their life daily. It was it was amazing, like, you know, chapel, uh, just everything, you know, the Vespers, all, like everything. I, I miss it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I imagine it's, obviously, it's not the same at Tarleton State. I mean, um, anyone that has been in an Adventist environment and goes out. I can attest to that just even at a, a, you know, professional settings, you know, uh, working for an Adventist organization versus uh, not, it's just different. What are, what's some of the things you miss? Uh, you know, just everyone, you know, being uh, together with like within the Adventist system. Like I feel like it's so close net, especially at Adventist schools. And then you get like to a school like Tarleton, it's like everyone's everywhere. Everyone's doing their own thing. It's kind of like, like you're more independent, I guess. Do you feel that you have, that you don't have as many close friends at a large university like that? Like you're, you're, I'm sure you're close with your teammates and everybody inside the basketball program, but is, are you feel isolated a little bit? Uh, no, no, not at all. People here are still like so nice and it's kind of close net, 
in a, in a way, you know, and obviously I have close friends on my team, you know, you know, but any basketball team is really close in that. I feel like. Absolutely. But yeah. I, I definitely made some close friends here. It's a, a really nice university. Good. How did you pick Tarleton State? What what was the relationship that you had with them that uh, led you to end up choosing them? Uh, and was that something, when was that a real consideration for you to go D1 in your Walla Walla career? Well, I, I initially planned to uh, go to Walla for like two years, two or three years, and then, you know, uh, eventually leave to go to a bigger school. And it really was just like, like I said, God's plan. It was in God's plan. And, uh, one day I was like, uh, you know, chilling with the boys, uh, and I got a, a text on an account, and it was uh, Tarleton State. But it was it was crazy because it was um, the assistant coach that uh, offered me out of high school to the JUCO. Oh, he interesting. Assistant coach here, and okay. then he uh, said they were uh, looking for a player and asked and me he, if I was uh, planning on leaving. And he he must have followed, been following you since then. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was kind of perfect. Mm. And when you arrived, I mean, what was the roster like? How did you fit in initially in your junior year? Uh, here at Tarleton? Yes. Uh, it was, it was kind of crazy. Like, I feel like we had like 20, 25 people in the roster when I first got here. And it was like, everyone's fighting for a spot. It was insane. Like, it's, it was definitely not what I thought it was. And like summer workouts was crazy. I, I've never experienced anything like this in my life. It was it like really pushed me to the limit. Just from the intensity, or from the sheer numbers of people, or the competitiveness. What was it that was so surprising? All of it. All of it's just like enhanced, like to a hundred. Was was there a possibility that you weren't going to make the active roster through all those uh, tryouts? Uh, uh, workouts, not, I mean. Uh, not there was never a day in my head that I didn't think I was going to make it. And I just, that's me thinking positively. So Sure, sure. Um, what was the biggest thing you noticed from that jump, going from NAIA to Division I? Uh, I think the biggest thing was just, like, the small details. Like, I don't know, playing for Coach G, like, he made me realize that every small, like, every small detail, even if you don't think it matters, it literally matters. Like, just sprinting to a high post or sprinting somewhere, like, it, all of it means something. Like cutting sure. hard uh, when you know you're not getting the ball and get somebody else get someone else open. All yep. of it means something. We're all waiting for you to get to your spot. If you're not sprinting, <laughs> yeah. then you're holding everybody up. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just harping on some of my players in middle school this morning about that in practice. <laughs> get to your spot. Yeah. Exactly. What did you notice physically uh, that was the difference at D1? Uh, every everybody's strong. There's no like you're not just gonna bully somebody. Everyone's strong. Everyone you know has their own game, and you know I mean that's the beauty of a team. Everyone has their own game, and we're like we're all kind of on the same level, and it just it makes a like a beautiful team in a way. Physically, from your freshman year at Walla Walla to now, uh, how I don't know if you've tracked this at all, but I mean, how tall were you? How much did you weigh back then? And how and you're six six now. How much do you weigh now? Uh, I'm, I'm still like six, six, uh, I weighed two twenty, okay. and before I was probably like two, two ten. So I put on like 10 pounds of muscle, Yeah. but really here, just like a lot of late weightlifting, like the summer program, they have us on just putting on a lot of like strength 
strength and conditioning this all summer. How so, do you feel like your game has evolved personally playing against tougher competition at the D1 level? Uh, I feel like I just see the game a little better. Like it's, it's slowed down for me a little bit, set, knowing that I don't have to take uh, so many so many dribbles. You can't. You can still hear me. Yeah. What is that? Uh, so, someone called me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so just knowing that I don't have to take so many dribbles to get to a spot, and when I do get to the spot, understanding how to finish and how to read a defender, things like that. What is something that you specifically, whether it's, and we, we've kind of touched on some of these things, but what is something you have to do different at the D1 level that you didn't have to do before? Whether that's in a game, in a practice, just as a student athlete, what's, what are some things that are just, you didn't have to do before that you got to do now? Um, I feel like a lot of the things that I do, like I used to do, I still do. Uh, one of the things is just probably like sprint everywhere. Like I probably was a little lazier back then, but like sprint everywhere. Like mm -hmm. especially here, like playing under Coach G, it's sprint everywhere. Like there's no no breaks, especially if you're on like offense and defense. And understanding that uh, you got to go hard no matter like like how you feeling. You could be sick, yeah. like hurting. Everyone's hurting. You know. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of time commitment to being a student athlete at any level. Uh, what is the time commitment? How do you manage your time in Division One? Uh, just understanding that when you have free time, you get your work done. You know, uh, do your things uh, in a timely, a timely manner, so you can you know have your time. But it's a it's a tough schedule. Just understanding that I have to do what I have to do, and there's no there's no excuses. Yeah. So. You mentioned to me earlier before we started that you're a business major um, and uh, there's some tough classes that you have as a senior here. Uh, when you're not studying, you know, if you do have some downtime like you're going to have here over the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, being finished with finals now, what do you like to do? What does Keandre Gaddy like to do? What are your hobbies outside of basketball? Well, I'm a big gamer. I love, oh, I love okay. playing games. Okay. What, is your, what are your favorite? Probably uh, Call of Duty 2K. Uh, a little Fortnite. Who who's your go-to starting five on two K? If you can create your own team. Oh, create my own team. Probably LeBron, Steph. And I'm gonna go Clay. That's my favorite player. So Steph, Clay, LeBron, Giannis, and Embiid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I assume you've created yourself in the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. often do you use yourself in the game? Uh not that much. I don't play I don't play 2K that much, but And did you give yourself a realistic NBA rating or are you 99s? Uh when I play I I, I put it all the way to 99. So. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Want to see yourself going to town on these guys? Yeah. Um I was going to ask something else about video games. I don't remember what it was. Um <laughs> So I have questions for you about looking back on your journey through high school, NAI basketball, NCAA Division One basketball. Um, what do you, what do you, what advice do you have for high schoolers that uh, maybe have D one aspirations? What would you tell them about what's necessary to make it to that level? Uh, I would say, like the gym has to be your best friend. Like you have to be in the gym every day. 
and it's like you, you can't make it something like it's like a chore it's something you have to want to do so i would say you know keep working hard and you know understand that there's thousands of people in your position trying to do the same thing so what's going to make you different from the, the next person that's in the gym late night putting in the work so mm. just keep working and uh understand that you know it's it's all in god's you know god's plan uh if you know you can do it or not so mm. that's good advice uh i meant to ask about this earlier but uh you know obviously at walla walla in north dallas uh, Sabbath was never an issue. Does people ever ask you about playing on Sabbath now? Is that something that people, you go back home, they're like, you know, I don't know what they would say, but are they, are, is that something that comes up or how do you respond if, if at they first, do? At first it was like, uh, like, how are you going to do it? Like, and then after a while people stopped talking about it, but you know, I just wanted the sacrifices I made just being here. Yeah. How is how has that been? I mean, is that something that is uh, was that I don't know. Was it painful to 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 do, or you know, how did you how did you reconcile that for yourself? Uh, no, it wasn't painful or anything. I just you know just just did it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, in looking at NAI basketball, a lot of people have this view of it. You know, um, like it's just the lowest. Like, why would you ever want to go play NAI basketball? Why is going NAI a great option for, especially for starting off your college career? Yeah, I feel like NAI is, uh, it's a great place to be. I feel like people are like underrate NAI a lot, but NAI is a, a great league. There's a lot of great players in there. I've seen a lot of people come from NAI D Division One or even NAI the Pro. So I feel like NAI is a great league. A lot of competition. Like, look at College of Idaho, powerhouse. So, yeah, I, I believe you see it's some D one players that come down to NAI for whatever reason, whether it's eligibility or whatever, they end up there. So that's Division one talent that's in, that's playing in NAI right there. Exactly. So, absolutely. Um, you are. What's what's your record this year, uh, this season so far? How are you guys? I believe doing? we're uh, eight and two right now. Okay, and how are you doing? In, how are you doing in the conference? Uh, two and two and zero in conference. Uh, excellent, excellent. How how do you expect to? Where, where are you ranked? I don't know if there's an official ranking for the conference, but how are you ranked right now? Uh, I think we're set. We're we're second in conference right now, so we're doing pretty well. Awesome. Got a big road win against SFA, and then a home win against UTRGV. Awesome. Um, he just mentioned the the acronym there for uh university of texas rio grand valley is that right yeah, rio. and that's yep. a school that uh southwestern plays every year at the beginning yeah. of the season i don't know if it's technically it's probably an exhibition technically but uh yeah. anyway so you we got a little revenge back we got some adventist revenge back for keandre <laughs> getting the win for southwestern against them mm -hmm. um well have just uh, one other question or a couple other questions for you. But uh, as you were talking about the season, just wanted to wish you luck the rest of the way. And uh, it's exciting to uh, be contributing at such a high level this year. Uh, I, I did want to ask, I guess, what was the jump for you from your junior year to senior year as far as minutes and just involvement with, uh, with playing time? Uh, I feel like I made a jump just because I understood the system. And, you know, being here two years, I understand, like, what he wants as a coach and what I need to do as a player. 
So over the summer, I just worked so hard. Like I put in so many hours of work this summer, just understanding that I had the chance to, you know, be a a, a vital part of this team. So I put in a lot of work this summer in, the, in my role in Greece, and I'm I'm playing a lot more. So that's awesome to see. It's it's got to be gratifying, right, to see all that hard work paying off. I mean, if you look back on that sophomore junior at North Dallas Academy, and you could see yourself now playing Division One basketball, I mean, what would that what would that kid have said about that? Uh, I, know, I know he'd be proud. I don't know what he could say, but I know he'd be proud. Yeah. I have to say, too, uh, your mom is like the number one Adventist Hoops uh, supporter out there. Uh, on every post, she is so <laughs> supportive. So I know if she's supportive of Adventist Hoops, she's very supportive of you. And I see pictures she posts at, at games and everything. So what has it been like to have uh, such a supportive figure in your life uh, as you as an adult now, you know, I know you'd mentioned earlier how she supported you as a kid, but what does that mean to have her support through all this? Uh, it's just amazing. She's my motivation. She's my support system. You know, she's everything to me. And I just love that, you know, she can support me no matter what I'm doing, what, like where I'm at. And, you know, she loves me. and I, I can't thank her enough. Uh, you're majoring in business. So after this season is over, you know, it's sad to think about. It's just a few months away here, and this is it. What What's next for you? Uh, trying to go pro. You know, trying to take it to the next level. So we'll see what that entails. Amazing. Uh, what What kind of connections are you utilizing right now? What are you doing right now to prepare for to play professionally? Uh, just staying in the gym, understanding that I have to be ready. Uh, you know, obviously when I get, you know, the call or uh, – get called up to you know play at a higher level so we'll see how that goes but as soon as your last game is done here this senior year what are the next steps that you'll be taking to pursue a professional career i uh, just reaching out and trying to use my connections to uh you know make it uh, a possibility so using my coach and you know people i've met over the years to understand like to get where i need to get and is there a particular league around the world that you have interest in? Uh, no, there's definitely a place. I want to play in Greece, but. Why Greece? Nice. I don't know. I always wanted to be there. Never <laughs> been there. <laughs> well, what an amazing opportunity you have to see parts of the world uh, that, you know, people are never going to see and be able to play and sustain yourself. I mean, no matter what level you're playing at, uh, that is an amazing blessing to be able to do. So I, ho I hope it works out. I hope uh, you're able to do that because that would be an amazing experience for you. Me too, hopefully. Yeah. All right, Keandre. Well, the last thing I wanted to ask you is just to talk about, in general, as you look back over your playing career here from high school to now, uh, what what has basketball meant to you as a person? Uh, basketball has meant uh, literally everything to me. I mean – since I started playing, you know, I made so many connections. I'm, I've met so many people, you know, it's taken me so far. You know, I've been across the country from New Jersey to Dallas, Washington, back to Texas. You guys were out in California, I think, recently, weren't you? Southern yeah. California? Yeah. yeah. Been all so over the place. So, yeah. and then now I'm, now I'm traveling all over the country. And last year we went to the Virgin Islands. Oh, so. wow. It's a great experience, and it's like, uh, you know, it's taking me this far, and I feel like it's going to take me even farther. I, I love it. It's done so much for me. So, 
Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Well, Keandre, nothing but the best for you for the rest of this season. Thank you for, uh, you know, representing Adventist basketball at the Division One level and uh, doing it with class. And we're all rooting for you. So uh, just keep up the great work. And we'll look forward to continuing to uh, follow your, your basketball journey. So thanks for being Thank on. You. Thank you for having me.